0: one of the people i was watching the show with was joking that todd howard was actually in the audience and just sitting behind somebody and just putting his finger further and further up somebody's ass just like i mean that's basically exactly what it sounded like um to the good games podcast my name is james
1: i'm leo and i'm john
0: uh today uh gentlemen it's the electronic entertainment expo 2019 Uh, yeah lots of people shilling games oh yeah uh, games what? what did you watch
1: uh, nope. I thought I watched X3. That was a different one.
0: Oh, that was a different one. Oh, Sorry. the Adult Entertainment Expo. That's probably a thing. It probably is. Um, That's not what it's called, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> John, what? By the way,
0: <laughs> confirmed. And John knows what it's called. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, John. No, I, I don't know the official what, name.
0: What's it called, John? I, I don't know. It's not called X3. Oh, sh- sure. Oh, okay. Sure, you don't All right, know. gotcha. Right. Yep. Sure.
1: Pornhub expo
0: right john's already got his ticket Mm -hmm. um so this year uh before we get started we're doing the same thing we did last year right we're gonna go conference by conference game by game grade the conferences and talk about the games we're excited for is that what we're doing sure um do we want to address the fact that uh there, there was there was two companies that were not doing their traditional pressers at yep. e3 uh mm-hmm. sony and ea uh mm-hmm. ea what did have some sort of a i mean they had like a streaming show but uh sony just said fuck it we're out uh what do you guys make of that
1: yeah so i guess i need a little bit of context because you know i don't understand what the hell happened like i didn't i didn't i heard something about happened. sony not being there and
0: well here's the thing here's 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 what i see happening there's a ever since nintendo stopped doing their traditional e3 presser i mean they st- nintendo still has a presence there they're still demoing games on the show floor, but they stopped doing the like live press conferences in favor of nintendo directs and now sony in uh very recently has taken the same approach uh because i think companies are realizing that like oh wait we don't need these like big expensive stage shows to get people's attention like we can just do we just do like a pre-recorded streaming presentation and people will watch it Uh, yeah
1: but i mean this i feel like they're losing i feel like they're losing the magic of e3 mm. you know what i'm saying like that ridiculous over-the-top stage show stuff is the whole reason we're excited about e3 and if I was I, I don't know I'm just
0: so yeah but that that was kind of my question like is that the way of the future these pre recorded streaming things like Nintendo Direct and whatever the hell Sony calls theirs uh, or is this like or do we think Sony's gonna be back next year with PlayStation Five? Maybe a little bit of both. Okay, so like PlayStation Five, but it's on Sony's whatever they call it Sony Play State of Play State of Play. Yeah, I think.
1: Is that a thing? So is that like. Has that been revealed already, the state of play or whatever?
0: Yeah, yeah, they've had two of those already. I mean, they didn't do one in conjunction with E3, but they've they've started doing Nintendo Direct-style presentations Uh. where they hype the games that are coming out soon and announce new games. I think Sony's ascended to the level of Nintendo where they've sold a shit ton of consoles, like two-to-one PlayStation 4s to Xboxes. So they're like, screw you guys, we don't need E3 anymore. We'll just do what Nintendo does and have our own conference
1: Mm. yeah i don't know i just feel like this isn't gonna work in the long run i don't know i i think it's fine if that's where we move to going forward i just think that that's definitely an end of an era that's pretty significant man like i don't think hype levels will ever reach the magnitudes of previous big reveals in e3 you know like remember like two years ago and or was it three years ago the the ff7 reveal along with Shamu three kick, uh, Kickstarter reveal.
0: Yeah, that, that was that was pretty good. I, but that was like you, epic. we will never get that again. Do you need the big like crazy stage shows to have that?
1: Or no, I'm, like- I'm saying like it's fine. Like guess we don't technically need it. But I think it's not about the stage shows. It's about the commitment to get everyone together into one location for mm. one week. And reveal all this shit all at once. And if we're mm. not going to do that, we're just going to like piecemeal it throughout the year. That's fine. It, I think it's fine, but it's just not going to be the same. I don't think things will ever be the same, and uh, and that's sad.
0: So, how are we grading Sony? Is this an F? Is this a not applicable? Is this a uh, I haven't needs even improvement? really even Is seen this...
1: anything from Sony. So, I, no. I just mean their
0: everybody. lack of presence. Like, how? What do we oh. like? Uh, if we're grading each conference, sure. they didn't have one. So not yeah. applicable. I'm uh, going to give them a
1: good hard double F minus.
0: Oh, double F minus.
1: Ouch. They need to, you know, think about their life choices and, you know, recoup for next year and come back bigger mm-hmm. than ever.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I know the PlayStation the next console generation, the PlayStation five on the horizon. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm going to give them a needs improvement on mm-hmm. their report card. Sure. it needs improvement. Get me hyped for PS Five, man. Tell me why I need this next console. Uh, yeah, that's my grade, John. Uh, I think it's kind of harsh to give them any grade, so I am going to give like, get them a pass with an A or a dash. All right, All but right. next next year they're going to be on a harsher scale because they got to deliver.
1: Ooh, yeah. yeah. But, but the thing is, like, if you don't make them feel bad now, then they're not going to necessarily come next year.
0: Mm-hmm. Because they're definitely listening to this podcast right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Oh, yeah. exactly. They're going to hear this and go, oh, well, we can't sit with this needs improvement and double F minus. That's not right.
0: All right, next conference. Uh, EA, I mean, they didn't have a traditional press conference, but they kind of had a weird blend of like a, I mean, it was live, but it was also streamed. I don't know what the hell it was. They called it EA Play. Um, They showed off, the first game they showed off, was Jedi Fallen Order? Uh, what 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 were you guys' reaction to this?
1: I didn't see this. I I liked what? it a lot. What <laughs> what <laughs> Leo? What? It's impressive. it wasn't Leo, at E three. I didn't it. see it, man.
0: It was kind of at E three. Okay, mm-hmm. well, John, you and I are gonna have a conversation about this game. I my it knocked my fucking socks off. I am so hold on hold on excited guys.
1: Okay. You talk about it. I'm gonna watch yeah. it and then I'll get back for the okay. For the last bit of it.
0: Um. Here's the thing. Ever since EA has acquired the exclusive license to make s- Star Wars games, they, they basically have fuck all to show for it, right? Uh, they have two uh, v- Battlefront games that are mired in controversy. That's the only, only games that they've put out, uh, which, oof. Uh, so I was not really that excited. Not expecting much i you know it's star wars so I'm, i can't say i'm not excited but i wasn't expecting anything out of jedi fallen order this uh i mean they had a low bar but uh they uh they really impressed with this one uh this looks like the spiritual successor to uh, one of my favorite star wars franchise video games uh, jedi knight this looks like the spiritual sequel to jedi knight and i could not be more pleased with what i saw so how do you how do you feel james about the slower, uh, tra- like gameplay style and the traversal mechanics that they've demoed in the, you know, the videos. Slower? What do you mean slower? Slower compared to what? Um, like you know, respawn is infamously known for like Titanfall and all that, where they have uh, a really uh, high you're... octane wall running, jump here, jump mm-hmm. there. Park gotcha. Four. Okay, so you're comparing this to the respawn games. I haven't really played, I haven't played Titanfall. I haven't really dug into any of their other games. So, I mean, my only point of comparison is, like, the other Jedi Knight games, which uh, I don't think that's, like, I, I think that was definitely a source of inspiration for Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, it's in the title, Jedi, right? But that's just a Star Wars word. Uh, <laughs> but my other sources of evidence, the main character's name is Cal Kestis? Yeah. the protagonist of the Jedi Knight series, Kyle Katarn, Kyle Kestis, Kyle Katarn. Uh, that's not a coincidence. <laughs> also, the way, uh, the way I can't remember the, the co-directors' names. The way they were describing the games, they were like, "Oh, we we have like all the classic force powers that you know and love." I'm like, all the classic force powers that we know and love. From Jedi Knight, and he's like, "Yeah, we got like force push, force pull." It was like all the like, what? What like, about the slow motion? What, like that was new, right? Like that's weird. Yeah, kind of, kind of, sort of. I mean, it looks because uh, they demoed slow motion two different ways. There's like a um, like a freeze sort of thing that uh, almost similar to what uh, Kylo Ren does to like blaster bolts, and then in um, was it Force Awakens? I think he freezes Rey. It, like, you know, does like a stop, like a force stop. And, yeah, and they were uh, explaining that it's canon because of the force stop thing. Yep, because of because of the new Disney Star Wars movies. Um, And I think, I only watched the trailer once, so I'm, I'm going off of memory here. I think they also showed, yeah, they did. They showed like a, um, where time slows down. Like, your character still moves at normal speed, but the environment and all of the enemies and everything else around you slows down. That was actually in... Uh, uh the old Jedi Knight games. The, they called that Force Speed, I think. Um but yeah, no, it looks great. I, it looks cool. Like I can ah, I want it. It looks
1: great. Okay, I took a yeah, look. It looks really good. This is this looks solid. Uh-huh. I'm on board. I know. I'm on board. I
0: know. I was so pleasantly surprised. This by is this. like
1: this is what um, um what was that really shitty game that they did? Uh
0: <laughs> this is like that the, shitty game that they No, made. no, no. What, the Force, Force unleashed. unleashed. This is what
1: Force <laughs> Unleashed should have yeah. been. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I was not
0: a forced unleashed fan. Forced I think there unleashed was. Some, I heard some people complain about the speed of the game and the traversal being really slow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm just like, dude, it's it's what makes this game unique. Like right. I kind of want a slow and more thought thoughtful.
1: Well, it's 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 more grounded in realism. I mean, as far as Star Wars real, realism gets, like yeah. you know, it's not like where it's a realistic universe, but you know, Unleashed was just like. Just way over the top, you mm-hmm. know, is on the other side of the spectrum. So, this is it's that slower pace, it just gives you a little bit more sort of a grounded feeling. And uh, exactly. the physics looks really uh, like rewarding, slicing people and stuff. And the other thing, I'm yeah, excited, look, it,
0: it, the other thing I'm excited for is the two co directors gave an interview where they were like, Hey, this game's like nonlinear. like, uh, if you don't mm-hmm. want to do because they demoed like a, a mission with on Kashyyyk. They're like, yeah, that's like the story mission, but like if you don't want to do that, like you can go to like one of the other planets and just mess around on that planet. They cited, yeah, um, they cited Metroid as, and you guys know how much I love Metroid. They cited Metroid mm-hmm. as a big influence for their level design. They cited The Wind Waker as a influence for their combat design because they wanted to have like a targeting mechanic where the character could lock onto an enemy. And anyway, uh, and they also cited Dark Souls as a reference. Which they were like, yeah, like Dark Souls is known for its like punishing difficulty, which we definitely don't want to have a game that's, you know, because this is going to be played by a lot of people. And that's like, yeah. Uh, one of the, the things that makes that. Conc- like, yeah. It, I it hope makes, it's it makes, like... I hope it's like Dark Souls in the sense that you can't just mash the button and hope to win, basically. Exactly. And that's what he said. He was like, we wanted to have like, um,. I think he had, like, I can't remember what he called it, but he, he's like, we wanted to make the combat a little bit thoughtful, uh, which yeah. I, I it looked like that was sort of the thing. Like, you could see some of the, like, in one of the boss fights, you could see one of the boss had, like, a long wind-up on his attack, which was kind of telegraphed, and you could, like, dodge and punish it, which yeah. felt very Soulsy ish to me. Yeah, uh, that's
1: what I'm saying, too.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. It looks really great. I am... So pleasantly surprised. Uh, I am excited for Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Anything else on that? Uh, EA also showed off Apex Legends Season 2, a new legend, Battlefield 5 with a fuck ton of maps. They showed off FIFA 20, Madden 20... They spend a, a long time on FIFA. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did, a yeah. long time on Madden. They, well, FIFA like sells a lot. They, I know it does. Why? Why do people like that game? I don't know. Somebody's <laughs> going to have to explain <laughs> that to <laughs> me. If you're listening to this and you like FIFA, please tell me. Explain why. Uh, <laughs> why. Especially explain to me. If you like FIFA or Madden, explain to me. And you buy these games every year. Explain to me why. Like, I don't get it. Like, Obviously, obviously people are doing it or else they wouldn't be making these games. But, like, people are buying these games every single year. I don't get it. It's the same game. (laughs) Like, what are you paying for? I I don't know. Somebody's going to have to explain that to me. They also showed off a very large – it looked to be a very large expansion for The Sims 4 uh, Island Living. Um, I don't know. Do we have any – yeah. Do we have any thoughts <laughs> on any of those games? I I don't really it's, care about anything else yeah, they showed it, off. It
1: seems to me like really the only major thing worth noting is Jedi Fallen Order, because the That's rest of it is yeah. just kind of man. Yeah,
0: that was kind of yeah. my takeaway. That's yeah. surprising. Um, honestly, I am going to give EA a B solely on the strength of the apparent wow. strength of Jedi Fallen Order. If Damn. you make me if you make me a good Star Wars game, I am a happy boy. And, okay. uh, yeah, I don't know. God, please don't fuck this up, EA. Please don't fuck <laughs> it up. Like, it looks good. Please be good.
1: All right, what's your score, John?
0: Uh, I'm going to give EA a D. Ooh, okay. Yeah, uh, I think Fallen, I think you're right on about Fallen Order, James. Like, I think that game mm-hmm. lo- looks really promising. But I yeah. think just EA in general didn't really have anything to show. And it's kind of sad. Yeah, not other than Jedi Fallen Order. They had fuck all to show other than Jedi Fallen Order.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I would kind of say both of those, like yeah. Jedi Fallen Order, B+, plus, just yeah. for that game. Yeah, yeah. EA as a whole, Yeah, I don't know, F, really, yeah. I'm <laughs> not, not impressed.
0: Yeah. If you're not into Star Wars, you are not into EA's, whatever they called it, EA Play. All right, the, oh boy, the next conference was Microsoft, and they showed a motherfucking shitload of video yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how we want to tackle this. Do we want to just do a speed round through all the? Okay. just
1: do highlights. Let's just well, do some house, highlights. There's sixty like,
0: games in total. There's a <laughs> yeah. motherfucking shitload. Um, no, just um, just I'm, things
1: I'm, that stood out. I think is fine. You know, I'm
0: gonna go over some of these, and you guys cut me off if you find any of this interesting. Um, they showed their first game was the Outer Worlds. It looked like Borderlands and Bioshock fucked. Um, their second, <laughs> I, I put some notes on these specifically so I could just run them down quickly. Uh, their second game was Bleeding Edge. Uh, looks like a multiplayer brawler, kind of like Overwatch. Um, Orion, The Will of the Wisps, got a release date uh, February 11th. Their next game was Minecraft Dungeons. Looks like a, a, a Minecraft dungeon crawler, Diablo style. It looks interesting.
1: I'd like to know your thoughts on this one, on the, the Microsoft uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Uh,
0: I don't. I, I mean, ah, I love Minecraft. I think that game's fucking mm-hmm. amazing. I, I don't know that I need a Minecraft themed dungeon crawler I mean I don't know I'll wait and see if the reviews are good I might check it out but that's not what I go to Minecraft
1: for agreed I,
0: don't yeah, know. I think it's I targeting like... kids <laughs> yeah, exactly
1: yeah. yeah I think it's targeting just these damn kids playing Minecraft on their <laughs> cell phones <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah I don't know whatever
0: uh, their next game was a big surprise a Blair Witch game uh, yeah
1: what the hell yeah it's pretty um, random
0: Very weird. Uh, The next game, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, I am super excited for. Oh, yes. Big surprise, Keanu Reeves uh, came out on stage. He's starring as uh, uh, Johnny Silverhand, one of the, I guess, main characters of Cyberpunk 2077. Dude, Keanu Reeves is so humble, by the way. Like, he just... these guys one of are the all the greatest amazing, human beings
1: on earth. Yeah.
0: I, I loved when that guy just like shouted, "You're breathtaking!" And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. You're also breathtaking." Like, yeah. yeah, that was he's like so his polite. natural reaction to that, which is yeah. great.
1: I know, yeah. right? Yeah, he's just like such a chill dude. And you know what you 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 put CJ Project oh, CJ CK Project Red on a game, whatever they're called, yeah. Uh-huh. And then you CD give me Keanu, You call, you give me Keanu Reeves on a game. Yeah, and then you give me body mods. Yeah, sold.
0: Yeah, very very excited for Cyberpunk twenty We finally got a release date. We're gonna have to wait a while on this one, April sixteenth of twenty twenty. But uh, I don't know. Um, hopefully, hey, it's it less will than a year. Be good. Yeah. Uh, they announced the return of Flight Simulator, which was
1: okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. All right. I have a low key. Like huge amount of hype level for that.
0: Oh, Flight Simulator. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, that that might have been the most important reveal of the entire Microsoft conference for me.
0: I, I think okay. that is fairly significant because there is a big cult following for that game. That yeah. Hasn't seen yeah. a new yeah. version in ten years. Basically. Yeah. I. I yeah. It it said like it was uh, powered by like Google Earth or something. So I don't know if you've oh. been, like flight sim over the whole earth or something i don't know i don't know yeah. what that meant Powered because like, what Google we need earth. what like, we need know.
1: what what that like whole genre is missing uh-huh. is like hyper realism hyper realism for like the actual terrain and cities and stuff mm-hmm. like the planes and everything is fine but if you can like fly over paris and actually see like real mm-hmm. locations and then like maybe even like cars and sh- oh dude uh-huh. dude mm.
0: flight simulator um um psychonauts 2 i'm excited for and now i'm also very worried uh because they showed another trailer without gameplay and without a release date not only do they not have a release date they don't even have a release window for psychonauts and it's still supposed to come out this year Mm -mm. Eh. they also announced they also announced microsoft acquired double fine which whatever that seems to be their mo lately just buying up lots of studios i would feel really weird if I was one of the many people that backed Psychonauts two uh, through crowdfunding, and now Microsoft bought Double Fine, that would make me feel weird. But whatever, it's a little I guess odd, man. A... it worked out for Oculus Rift. I suppose. Uh, next one, I didn't know what this was. They started showing Star Wars stuff again. It is Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, and it looks to me like they like. Completely remade all of the classic. Tra- it, it's not like a remaster of the uh, original Lego Star Wars games. This looks to be like a brand new thing. Uh, so yeah, yes. that'll be interesting. Six movies, see. one game. Apparently, uh, no, no, John. Nine movies, one game. This is, is going to cover it all nine of movies. It, nine movie, the Skywalker saga. This is coming out in 2020. At which point, uh, the Skywalker saga uh, will be finished. Uh, the, the latest Star Wars movie will be out. Uh, in holiday 2020, I think that's when Lego Star Wars is, is this going to be. Spoilers: launching. Does Skywalker die in the end of the ninth movie? Who's Skywalker? That's Luke, the question. Luke, Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, maybe. <laughs> John clearly, clearly has not seen the Last Jedi. Uh, uh, <laughs> the next game was Project Z. Uh, is a Dragon Ball Z action role playing game? That was kind of surprising. There's so many Dragon Ball games. Kakarot. It's Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot. Uh, Next game, I personally... Kakarot Kakarot (laughs) kick. Bro, you butchered Kakarot, dude. It's Goku. Kakarot. Yeah. (laughs) John, also clearly too young for memes. Uh... Yeah.
1: (laughs) Hold on, (laughs) I'm going to send you a really funny video, John. You got to (laughs) watch. All
0: right, I'll check it out. Next game, I personally am very interested in. uh, 12 minutes. It looks like... um, It's like a time loop murder mystery style game um forza horizon 4 i almost fell asleep in this trailer until lego (laughs) cars started racing around and then i uttered words i never thought i would say hey forza horizon 4 looks pretty cool uh no no the lego didn't do anything for you not not really see i loved the like like lego cars driving in the hyper realistic forza world but also the crazy forza sports cars drag driving through lego cities i don't know i like lego uh, you, do. you
1: do like lego quite a bit i love lego
0: next game was gears pop a mobile game this is something they announced last year What
1: the?
0: um state of decay 2 uh cool if you like state of decay
1: yeah.
0: uh fantasy star online 2 this, this is interesting yeah that's got to be big for people who loved the original fantasy star online yeah um, who's left
1: yeah. who loves oh, this I, mean, like, I, I
0: don't know i that's a big cult mmo though I a guess, lot of yeah. people liked fantasy star online yeah um crossfire x uh they announced they were like oh this game has hundreds of millions of players i was like no it fucking doesn't because i've never <laughs> heard of it <laughs> uh, it turns out it definitely does have hundreds of millions of players. Uh, it's a very popular game in China. So, uh, it's like, I guess it's like the Asian CSGO uh, a lot of people were saying. Oh, uh, so, okay. that's coming to the Xbox, I guess. Uh, a lot of people excited about Crossfire X. Um, Tales of Arise, a new game in the Tales series. Excellent. Uh, Borderlands 3. Uh, that's a thing that's coming. Um... Elden Ring. Here's, here's one. Uh, we got a collaboration between Haidataka Miyazaki and From Software and George R. R. Martin, the uh, writer-creator yeah. of uh, Song of Ice and Fire and, you know, uh, obviously uh, instrumental in bringing Game of Thrones, the television show, to life.
1: So what is this game though?
0: I I would assume it's a Souls I we didn't see gameplay or anything. I'm I'm guessing this is still very early in development. I'm guessing yeah. it's a souls alike. probably. The thing that's interesting to me is like From Software is known for like their deep lore and George R.R. R. Martin is known for creating universes deep with lore. Like right? it seems like like I I don't know. I didn't really understand the collaboration like like the collab, they're collaborating on things they're already really, really good at. Which I don't know, whatever. I guess
1: they'll come out with something really, really lore good.
0: I guess. Um,
1: uh, but yeah. as a side note, as a side note, George R.R. R. Martin, can you just freaking go back to writing your books, please? Like, well, he's got to make
0: Elden Ring now,
1: he's got to make Elden Ring, he's making spinoffs, he's doing everything except writing his damn books. And come on,
0: <laughs> he's making other series too, right?
1: Yeah, he's doing like literally every, I think he's just never going to finish. He's gonna like he's gonna do it all, you know, I wanna do it Robert Jordan style and let someone else finish my series.
0: Uh next thing they showed was something called X Cloud. I I am like reasonably technol- technologically literate. Uh like, you know, I, I know yeah, what's up. I'd say so. I had no idea what the fuck this was. Like it's a streaming service, a stream I service, guess. Right? Yeah. I it's guess their answer they, to Google Stadia, basically. I guess they described it really nebulously, though. Like yeah. I didn't.
1: Uh, there's a bunch okay. of buzzwords. It's the
0: cloud, bro. You just you connect <laughs> to the cloud, and it's the cloud, the games
1: the and containers. Then
0: <laughs> That's basically John. What you just said was basically exactly what Phil Spencer said, or whoever was <laughs> yeah. giving the presentation. The cloud does 4K, 120 FPS, 8K. 8K. <laughs> yeah, eight. Sorry, yeah. 8K, 120 FPS. <laughs> And you'll get it like to your cell phone, bro. Like that's what you, that's what you need. You'll get it to your <laughs> cell phone, bro. Yeah. Uh, it's like well, it's like bro,
1: bro uh spec speak or something. This is Speaky. like the next
0: hot shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of just very generic and nebulous technology technology buzzwords, they showed off Project Scarlet. And boy, oh boy, they just oh, dropped man. all sorts of buzzwords. Just, yeah. oh my god, the 8K, 120 FPS. 8GB GDDR, just ray tracing, just oh numbers, oh numbers, yeah. Like cringe is real on that presentation. Yeah, it
1: was rough. (laughs)
0: um yeah uh whatever. and
1: ultimately i'm like well, not that excited really
0: 20 times the performance over last gen that 20 times sad. 20 a whole big 20 yeah. that's They're a using lot of times
1: ssds
0: as SSD, ssd dude
1: that's right ssds for for ram and for storage or something crazy like that
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I uh, whatever i don't know whatever. we'll see well what e3 2020 is going to be very interesting uh between all these sure. console reveals and finally, they close with Halo Infinite. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice trailer Solid. for that. No gameplay. I'm uh, fine. Halo I'm fine with that. Yeah. I love like okay. it. Mm. It's, a, it's a Scarlet exclusive, by the way. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, I have a question about the Scarlet. Yeah. Like, So, yeah. it, it brings up an interesting thing with timing because, mm. like, Cyberpunk 2077 is – it had a pretty mm. early release date than I think people were expecting. Really? and, uh, okay. and Well – I would have assumed, knowing about Scarlet, that Cyberpunk 2077 would then be released on that system, like, I don't know, at the same time. But I think people were saying that basically it's going to come out like a year beforehand or something. So, like, if you buy certain games like Cyberpunk now or, you know, when it comes out, and then, like, Scarlet doesn't come out for another, like, year after that, it's like, are you going to have to buy it again? Is Scarlet going to be, like, a, a whole new console or will we be able to just... Keep playing the same games. Here's here's
0: one thing I know games. for certain. We don't know the answer to that, but here's right. one thing I know for certain. If these companies can get you to buy the game twice, they absolutely huh. will.
1: Uh, of course. Oh, yeah, I was going to yeah. say,
0: like last gen, they basically released the game twice. Both, both yeah. platforms. But
1: the difference now, I think, between last gen and this and now is like people, we live in a world of digital libraries of our games and movies mm-hmm. and music. So I feel like they wouldn't be able to get away with that anymore. But Uh, they will.
0: Uh, They will. It'll probably be a cross-gen game. Um, Yeah. Um, I think
1: that we should unite as a player base and, you know, boycott Scarlet Sales unless they make it where, like, if you buy a digital version of the game, it can be downloaded on either console. Mm. I
0: think I think in the case of Microsoft, what is my what's in it for Microsoft? <laughs> Microsoft is starting to have those policies because they're releasing the games on Xbox Play Anywhere, where you can play it on the Xbox or the PC. So I think that's, and, the, and they true. have backwards compatibility now for a lot of three sixty yeah. games. So yeah. I think in that case, Microsoft might be the first platform to allow you to port your games. And through. I think that's a great trend. Oh sure. Though. Oh sure. But they're making you buy them again. You have to. It's not free.
1: I mean, uh, why is it why is it called Play Anywhere then? I mean, like,
0: yeah. I mean, oh no, okay, okay. Sorry, you can play on your PC for free, but sure, because why not? Because that's still Microsoft's ecosystem, so why but, not? But well, wouldn't you Scarlet an,
1: and Xbox One be the same ecosystem?
0: Uh, I guess, but you know, they're going to charge you to play it on Scarlet.
1: I don't know. I, I'm sure they would love to, but I think there's some value in being like a brand that customers are proud to, you know, purchase games from. And I just think in the day, in a digital age where we live in now, I think people are more aware of what a bullshit strategy that is. (laughs) You know, like.
0: Here's the thing out of any platform holder, Microsoft has never, ever done that. They've never done like backwards compatibility, like where you can play your old games on the new system. Nintendo has been, uh, up until recently, pretty good about that. Sony, up until the PlayStation, the. Latter half of the PlayStation Three and PlayStation Four used to be okay with that. I, I, I don't. If if they can get you to buy it on Scarlet again, they will do it.
1: I mean, I think Microsoft is changing. Yeah, the, I mean, the Microsoft this bought year, GitHub, dude. The,
0: the, to, the tune the this year is about the games, and it's not like at least for the new console, it's all about the games. And as opposed to last gen, where it's like TV sports, TV sports. All right, here's the thing. We'll we'll come back to this conversation a year from now in 2020. And we'll see if you can play your Xbox One games on Scarlet. I'm going right. to say there's no fucking way unless you're giving <laughs> Microsoft more money. Like, you know, pay a $10 fee and you can play it on Scarlet. Sure. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm curious okay. to find out.
1: All I, right. I, um, I think it might be like some sort of proprietary like membership to something like PlayAnywhere, Anywhere. And then you never really even own the game. Microsoft owns the game the whole time. You can just well, play it on any console.
0: They announced this $15 a month thing where you can play... Yes. I heard that. Xbox, PC, and you get Xbox Live, right? And all the games, Game Pass. I too. don't understand who that's marketed towards. Like, what? Why? I think it's marketed towards me because I have an Xbox <laughs> that I barely turn on, and no, I play no. a lot on my PC. <laughs> Yeah, but you can already play the games for free on PC. Why do you want to pay fifteen dollars? Because I have I have a friend that plays on Xbox and his PC is crap. So like we're always like arguing about Okay, okay, so you can play with people in the Xbox ecosystem using your PC.
1: Yeah. But
0: but even if you couldn't even if you couldn't,
1: that that still kinda like falls in line with what I'm thinking, where like, you know, what if you own an Xbox One, a PC, and a Scarlet Mm -hmm. console? And mm-hmm. you don't want to get this new game that comes out, you know, Halo, and you have some friends who play on PC, some friends who play on Xbox One, some friends who play on Scarlet. And if, mm-hmm. like, if I, if I pay $15 a month for a subscription to this mm-hmm. thing that lets me buy a game once and then play it on yep. any of the three options, I mean, that's great for the customer. I get that that's yep. less money for Microsoft's pocket, but mm-hmm. that, I don't know, I feel like that good brand is kind of worth the...
0: Oh, I agree with you on that. But I agree matter. with you that it's good for the customer. I'm just saying, historically, Microsoft has not shown any interest in this. Historically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just out think it would be a, platform, be a
1: good out move. Out of any them. of
0: the platform holders, Microsoft has historically, looking at their track record, not given a fucking shit about that. Yeah, but yes. uh, also, they've sold the least this last generation, so they're going to have to... Uh, true, true. They, yeah. They're, they're going to have to sell both... Yeah, I don't know. I... I, I we're getting way off the rails, but I don't understand early adoption of consoles because, like, and maybe that's the solution. Maybe the solution is you can play all of your Xbox One games on Scarlet for free. But, like, I don't get the people who are like, yeah, Scarlet, and run out and get it day one. It's like, cool, now I can play two Nothing. games. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. those guys two games that, like... And one of them's FIFA. And the other one's men, <laughs> it's the guys that like 8k and 120 fps and 20 times the performance, and- yeah, that's and true. FIFA, it's same, those same people, same, same people who are just FIFA. eating up
1: those buzzwords, yeah,
0: yeah FIFA, yeah, 8k guys, 8k, you can't get that on PC, you know, like, <laughs>
1: like they just pan over someone's face in the audience, and he's just like, 8k, oh, I gotta get that. <laughs>
0: All right, I'm giving Microsoft a C overall. It was fine. It was perfectly fine. They showed off a lot of games that were great. Uh, a lot of those games did not have gameplay, which was concerning. A lot of those games did not have release dates, which was also disappointing. But anyway, other than that, it was fine. C. Uh, I'm going to give Microsoft uh, the benefit of the doubt here and give them a B plus. There you go. Um, I don't know what I gave them last year, but if it was lower than that, or if it was higher than that, I'd try to give them a higher grade this year. Well, 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 John, I just happen to know exactly what you gave them last oh, year because I went back listen? and, oh, I went back and re-listened. John, you last year gave Microsoft a B. Just oh, okay. a solid B. So B+ Actually, you know what? Interestingly, Microsoft got Bs across the board from all of us. Just oh, B, okay. B, B. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: it's an improvement over last year. That's all I really yeah. got to say about it. Uh,
0: sure. Well, it I mean,
1: this year, I'm grading you know, strictly the E3 like presence by Microsoft, I'm going to yeah. give them an A minus. I think Whoa, that they brought go, their a- game. They they realized <laughs> they were the big name at the conferences here and right. they, they brought the big guns and I know there wasn't a lot of, you know, gameplay and release dates, but I just the overall hype level and quality of that whole like all of the reveals and anything I, I don't know, man. I I was impressed.
0: All right. Um Bethesda uh Bethesda opened the conference making jokes again they were apologizing profusely for fallout 76 uh Todd Howard got up and made a funny about oh man can we talk about that one dev that was walking on stage when they were talking about the expansion pass and he just chuckled at uh (laughs) at the thought of like releasing a a better version he's like and the this expansion will improve everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> like was. Like, oh, oh, I know. You, yeah, they said something and got like an audible laugh from the crowd about yeah. how bad Fallout 76 was. I was yeah. like, and then oh, they responded okay. with laughing the, at themselves, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just put Fallout 76. Oops, and then I guess it's a battle royale now. I guess whatever. Uh, Elder Scrolls Blades. It's available right now. And available later on Switch at <laughs> some times. Um, yeah. I don't really care about Elder Scrolls Blades. Um, the yeah. only thing, spoiler alert, the only thing I found remotely interesting and in Bethesda's this conference was Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, which came from um, Shinji Mikami, the uh, creator of Resident Evil and um, Evil Dead, or not Evil Dead? What the Evil the within. Evil Within? Evil Within. Thank you. Um, they showed off a. Uh, a pretty cool trailer. It looked sp- spooky, and spooky? I don't know. Again, there was not really any gameplay, but uh, yeah, there was, was no spooky.
1: Gameplay. <laughs> and, um, there was I- a cool color palette.
0: And I guess the internet fell in love with the uh, one of the game director or art directors who came out and uh, was talking about her game, and I guess the internet fell in love with her uh, because she was the only person who was genuine at E3, I guess. Uh, uh, the new oh, Doom that- game... Well, we're getting to that. That was, oh, okay. I think, what they closed with. I think, unless my order is wrong, it is entirely possible that I have these order the order of these things wrong. The next thing I have written down here was they had a bunch of fans on camera just jerking Bethesda off. Just how <laughs> great Bethesda is, boy, we love their <laughs> games, boy. They anyway. I missed that. Very is very strange. Oh, wh- I don't know how you missed that. Also, I don't know how <laughs> anyone missed my fa- my actual favorite part of Bethesda's conference. The guy sitting in the front row who was losing his entire fucking shit at literally anything <laughs> anyone was saying on stage. Just, the, the, the Yeah! Oh yeah,
1: my
0: yeah. God! Just like yeah. somebody. Well, would... the,
1: they put him up on the front row for a reason, man. Yeah, it's
0: Tom Howard's dad. Um, <laughs> Todd Howard's dad? Yeah. yeah. yeah sorry, um, Todd Howard's that. Then next, uh, the Elder Scrolls Online expansion is available right now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm saying that sarcastically, but I do kind of like yeah. this growing trend of like game developers who are like releasing things like it's available right now. Like that's cool.
1: That is good. That yeah, is cool. Yeah.
0: I just don't give a shit about Elder Scrolls Online. Um,
1: Nobody does. Sir.
0: Very strangely, Commander Keen was brought back. Remember him? From the '90s, now he's on mobile games. He's a mobile oh, character yeah. now. I,
1: yeah.
0: It was weird. Yeah, uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, the card game. All right, cool. Um, uh, Rage two update. Uh, this actually had a pretty cool trailer attached to it. It was like a '90s sitcom sort of trailer. I like. I enjoyed the trailer. I don't particularly. I'm not that interested in Rage two. I guess
1: I don't even know who is. No. <laughs>
0: Ouch. Uh, Poor Rage (laughs) 2. Wolfenstein Youngblood comes out next month, I guess. Um, Deathloop sure is a game. Um, (laughs) There was another, after this, another montage of fans jerking Bethesda off. It was very weird. Uh, Why is this here? Uh, And then they talked about Orion, which, like, similar to Microsoft's xCloud. Like, I'm pretty up. With technology, I, what is this? They kept using the most nebulous, like "oh, we've improved streaming. Now we can stream our frames at faster frames for streaming faster and faster, better, it's all about stronger." About streaming, man. Uh, I, I, is this a streaming service from Bethesda? Do I pay Bethesda to stream games to me? I, what is I? What?
1: Well, I think the way I understood some of it and some of it with the Microsoft uh, thing too is like. People are realizing how important streaming like services are like, like Twitch and everything. Uh-huh. And I know I've heard about this with like NVIDIA having some sort of proprietary technology built in so that streaming like to broadcast your play okay. through their system is like more kind of out of the box instead of having to set up, you know, all the things you have to set up to set up streaming and stuff like that. So I, I always I thought about it a little bit like it's more about streaming from that end too, like broadcasting your game. I so guess. like there's some if terms. i'm
0: playing doom on pc there's just like a stream now button is that what like
1: yeah on? you know how steam has like a steam like steam you can like broadcast your game right now when you're playing games on steam i yeah. think there's a trend somewhere there where people are like trying to market that whole kind of stream viewer market you know but and who's, and who's, market who's, who's, towards the streamers Who's
0: playing Doom not on Steam, not on Xbox, not yeah, on PlayStation? I, like, what? Like,
1: I'm just telling you what I think they're thinking. I don't, yeah, know I don't know that it's actually lucrative, but I don't know. I think there's something there I, to try like yeah, to capitalize on.
0: I, just stop using the tech buzzwords. Just explain it to me what you've done. Like I don't need... <laughs> yeah. like. Uh, what is it? <laughs> 120 <laughs> fps it's 60 megabits per millisecond. I fuck off, just tell me what you did. Uh explain it yeah. to me simply. Uh the next thing they showed was Doom Eternal with no release date, so uh, whatever. Um <laughs> but there was gameplay at least. I think there was there was gameplay. Um I was disappointed with no release date cuz it's been in development a while now man i was yeah. it, i was hoping we'd see this soon um uh that's i don't know if they get a c it's fine it, it's fine whatever i don't know i give it an f guys um, oh it's mm-hmm. a big old f yeah uh
1: I'm, I'm right there with you john i'm gonna there, give them like d minus maybe
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no mention of even uh, the new Elder Scrolls game that they, like, had some crazy, like, music trailer for last year. Yeah. uh, I think a lot of people were anticipating Starlink or Starfield, whatever the hell it was, or Elder Scrolls 6. I kind of knew when they announced those last year, I knew, like, those are not coming anytime soon.
1: I I wasn't really...
0: Why even talk about it or show it? Because... It's, if that if it's that early like who knows if it's coming out at all you know yeah i don't know i guess we're punishing this year's bethesda for the sins of last year's bethesda but
1: no I no I, i'm i'm just upset with how boring their freaking thing was like it was yeah just, they didn't they didn't have i a didn't lot care to about show. any of it you, you know, know they, they didn't really have a
0: lot to show you you could tell um, like you said james that those those mm-hmm. were pulled out because they are like You know things that they want people to get excited for, and they didn't really have anything else to show last year. So, like you expect this year, they'd come prepared. But you know, I don't know. I had a good show last year. They had that Andrew WK concert, and they got everybody excited for Rage Two, and like everyone was really awkward in the crowd. It was (laughs) (laughs) nice.
1: See, that was when they came up with the the idea for the the crowd circle jerk.
0: I don't know. Whatever. C minus, I guess. Then Uh, Um, I would have given them.
1: I would have given them two full letter grades higher if they just recycled the same things from last year for the new Elder Scrolls and uh...
0: yeah, maybe a little showing a little <laughs> just, bit more or something. Just know? display well, it again. Well, just run the same thing well, again. That's a lot of what this was because they showed Wolfenstein <laughs> Youngblood Young blood again. They showed Doom Eternal again. They showed uh, Rage Two. Yeah, but those two. are all the wrong again, games. And I'm not, they I showed Elder Scrolls uh, Blades again. Like it was. Yeah, you're convincing me that I'm taking them down to a D. You know what? Yeah. It's a D. It would be an F, except that one guy in the front row kept me entertained just with the, <laughs> with the, with the obsessive, obnoxious woos. Um, yes. That night was Devolver Digital. Did you guys watch that? It was weird. No. No, it was, I not it It was weird and amazing, just like last year. Uh, they announced a collection of bootleg Devolver Digital games on Steam for 1% off. It's an actual collection of Devolver, like, the real games that you can actually buy on Steam that are, like, ripoffs of Enter the Gungeon and, uh, like, Hotline Miami and uh, uh, Lufthauser? I can't remember that. I don't know. A lot of their really popular games, they, like, made knockoffs of them and put them on Steam. Devolver is so weird and crazy, and I love it. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to grade their conference because whatever. It's fine. It's good. It's good. I, I give it a good... I give it a gold star. Um, Ubisoft is next. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey with uh, a story mode editor. You can Ooh. edit the story. Yeah. yeah, cool. Just Dance 2020 <laughs> is coming out for the Wii. Apparently, apparently we went... <laughs> We went back in time ten years. Just Dance, yeah. twenty ten. Wow. Uh, but no, it's Just Dance twenty twenty coming out on the Wii. In addition to a bunch of other stuff, Watch Dogs Legion. A lot of people are really excited about Watch Dogs Dude, Legion. I um, am excited for that. Like I want to play as the grandma all the time. <laughs> a lot of yeah. people are excited about this grandma.
1: Yeah, she's so uh, pretty badass. I, I'm moderately excited about that.
0: Yeah, it's very, very, very British, uh, is what I my notes say. Uh, Rob McElhenney of Always Sunny fame got out on stage and I suddenly had my full attention. (laughs) Uh, He is announcing a show um, called Mythic Quest where he Mm -hmm. partnered with Ubisoft I guess to make I was very because I was no, it's a show. It's just a TV show, which oh. is why my notes say, "Why is this here? Why is this a? Why are we talking about TV? This is a games. It's
1: where, it's where the money is, man.
0: I, I mean, it's Gamers. a TV show about games, but like, it's not a game. I, I, as happy as I was to see Rob McElhenney, like you're you're not talking about video games. You're talking about a TV show about video. Anyway, uh, I. Why why does Ubisoft have anything to do with this? Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Um. after that. Oh, uh, Adventure Time is coming to Brawlhalla. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I guess I've heard Brawlhalla. I've heard a lot of good things about Brawlhalla, and I love Adventure mm-hmm. Time. Also, it was a shock to me to learn that Ubisoft published Brawlhalla. What the hell? Uh I guess that's a thing. Um Ghost Recon Breakpoint, uh, also starring the T-1000, I guess.
1: The
0: T-1000? Yeah, he's in Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Also, if you like Tom Clancy and all of his wacky characters, then you'll like uh, Elite Squad, which is a mobile game starring every character in the Tom Clancy-verse, I guess. Uh, also, if you like Tom Clancy, stay tuned because Rainbow Six Quarantine is a thing
1: that I'm excited uh, about.
0: Yeah, okay. Explain to me what that is. Is that a is that an expansion or what? Now,
1: I I don't fully understand. To be honest, I cool. I would assume it's an expansion just on the currently existing like really popular Rainbow Six game. I wouldn't mm-hmm. think that they would try to redo the entire game, but it also didn't look anything like the, <laughs> the current really popular game so you know i don't know i think they're we'll
0: doing like one of those like uh like rebalance refresh updates like that's how they're marketing it i, I think it's yeah. still the same game but they're trying to spice it up a
1: little bit i don't know like it just looked really different just from a graphical perspective i guess because like targeting mobile and stuff too but i don't know
0: nice um i yeah i didn't understand what that was and to be perfectly honest i, I don't fully understand totally. I totally fell asleep when they started talking about Tom Clancy <laughs> stuff. Right? It, it just doesn't do anything. Whatever, me, James. Um, next game they showed was For Honor. There's an update called Shadows of the Hitokiri, I guess. Uh, Leo, Samurai and more more Samurai in mm-hmm. For Honor.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like For Honor is good, but not great. It's just a little too arcadey for me, so. But it's cool. I mean I I, I respect it. And people who are good at it and stuff. More props more props to them.
0: Um the Division 2 got an update, episode 3 of Division 2. I didn't even know there were the first two episodes. I whatever. It was a surprise to me to learn that there was a third episode. I didn't know the other ones. Um I it was also a surprise to me to learn that anyone is playing the Division 2. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think anybody Burn. is
0: um they talked a lot about you play plus on pc uh at this point i was in a deep deep slumber <laughs> <laughs> and i fell asleep when they started talking about you play plus like i wow i don't care um Actually, the next I was, game i was yeah. mildly pissed off about you play plus because Oh, just, okay why it's just because, like now, it's another subscription, right? Like that's the industry trend. Like you're oh, all yeah. have to subscribe to every publisher's. Everybody yeah. wants and your money. And like, so so sign up 100 for our thing too. Month.
1: Yeah. Just gone.
0: You poor souls, you guys think Microsoft is going to give you free games? They're going to ask you for subscriptions or something. I promise. Um, the next game, Roller Champions. Uh, did I? Did John? I think you might have come. So, did you come see Alita Battle Angel with us? Yeah, I did. What? This is just the thing, that thing in that movie, right? This is just the weird, dumb game yeah. they play in Alita. That's 100% what it is, right? Minus the androids, obviously. Yeah, they just ripped off that thing
1: that was in that movie. I heard that was <laughs> a think... pretty good movie, though, so maybe... The... Oh, I heard it was a dumb, dumb, dumb movie. <laughs> really? I've never seen yeah. it. What do I you mean you heard? You saw it yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh me oh no 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 i i didn't hear i i yeah. heard it from my own mouth because I saw it with my own eyes <laughs> yeah, and it's very dumb yeah <laughs> um, right, it's fine if you can ignore just I don't know cliched silly anime nonsense It, uh, it's oh, very silly I do very, watch very anime. silly yeah, it's true yeah it's, if, it, if you can uh, i don't know if you if it's can... like like to anime i think it's just uh I, it's a non i don't know story Basically, it was just it was just very tropy and cliched and right. just like oh here we go just i i could call like the scene would open in three seconds into a scene in that movie i already knew exactly what was going to happen <laughs> well right. except for the scenes that i didn't know what was going to happen because like the most bizarre random nonsense kept happening and i was like wait what 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 anyway it's a dumb movie, anyway, and they ripped it off. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I guess it, this could be cool. I don't know. Roller Champions is what it's called. It, I it guess reminds me a, of Rocket League in a way, so I think it could end up being pretty cool.
1: It does look. Yeah, that's what League my wife. Yeah.
0: That's what my wife said, and I was watching this, and I did not see Rocket League anywhere, and I don't see the comparisons to Rocket League. It's uh, not a. It doesn't uh, look like it's a physics-based thing. It doesn't like have the. Simply, it, it like, Rocket League is also so inherently readable as to what's happening. I could not tell what the fuck is happening in this game. Like, you have to, like, skate around and then get the ball in the ring, I guess. But only if the ring is glowing, maybe, I guess. I don't know.
1: I think we're going to yeah. start seeing these uh, kind of, like, in real life. This, this is the future, man. This is going to be a future sport.
0: I don't know. It sounds like I'm being harsh, but like it, it's cool that we have these like weird sports games that are not like based on any singular sport. Like I'm cool with it. I I just don't see the comparisons to Rocket League. Uh, I don't know. It, it, that's exactly what my wife said. She's I, like, I, "Oh, it's just Rocket League." I I'm like, How is this Rocket well, League?" Well, it's not just. It's, it's not
1: that it's like exactly like Rocket League. There's some comparisons in the fact that like there's the wall, you know, riding along the wall. There's a ball. Two teams, you know, fighting for the ball and trying to get it in a goal. Like
0: that's working, working together. Yeah, yeah, but in that in that regard, then it's FIFA. Also, well, Rocket League I mean, is very soccer-like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Ugh. in some aspects, it is. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Uh, uh, Gods and Monsters uh, is uh, a, yeah. a very video game-looking video game. Um, yeah, cool. No gameplay um, <laughs> except no gameplay. That. Well, yeah, that seemed to be an overall trend this year at E3 it
1: was like 20 we and no
0: gameplay. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, was that was the
1: name of the thing. Like, that's a sub. Yeah. Well, yeah. Title.
0: 2019 was the year of no gameplay. Yeah. Like, we went back in time 10 years where it was acceptable to show game trailers without any gameplay. Unacceptable.
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah. We must unite um, as a
1: player base.
0: I am going to give Ubisoft a D only because I don't, I don't give a fucking shit about anything they said. Uh, <laughs> I know a lot of people are excited about watchdogs or uh, roller derby ball or Tom Clancy or roller whatever the fuck. Roller derby ball.
1: That is very accurate. Uh,
0: I don't know what it is. Uh, I didn't, I didn't personally care about any of it. And I was very upset that the one thing I did care about beyond good and evil is right back to being invisible again. Yeah. Uh, god damn it trend Ubisoft. With,
1: with all these yeah uh god damn um, it
0: uh so yeah d for me uh f- for me i'm gonna give it uh, D plus nice
1: yeah i'll, I'll settle at c minus just because i like no no i'll do the same thing i did with um with uh, ea i'm gonna say watchdogs You know, B minus. But then overall conference just solid D. It was just kind of like I cared about one game, and then the rest of it was a waste of time. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Speaking about only caring about one game, our next conference was Square Enix. (laughs) They opened with like a thirty-minute long mix of gameplay and trailers and words and pictures and pre-order bonuses and. A bunch of bullshit for Final Fantasy VII remake. I was very, I was actually very, very pleased with what I saw. The game looks great. It looks, it looks amazing. It's, um, Not I don't know. Nice. I got goosebumps watching the trailers. I got goosebumps when Cloud sat down to have a drink with Tifa. Like it is, it, it, it gave me the feeling for the first time of what i imagine people who are really into reading books have when a popular book gets made into a movie. Oh, yeah, i'm very excited about like, the
1: of time this this year starting production.
0: Yeah, i'm like, "Oh, like this game is showing like the scenes that like went on in my memory because like um I mean, the pre-rendered backgrounds in Final Fantasy 7 are gorgeous, but like a lot of that game just it does kind of just take place in your mind because um,
1: it looks so terrible.
0: The, like it looks terrible. The character models are, you know, like worse than Lego blocks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like, it's just like text on a screen and like poorly translated text at that. So yeah. like a lot of it is just kind of like
1: D- imagining these love. characters. Yeah.
0: and mm, Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Especially graphically. Yeah. Um, a lot of that game for me at least is like putting my, putting myself in these characters headspaces and like imagining what they're, you know, what they're thinking, what they're saying and all this. I, like that trailer. Like it brought it to life. I was so happy. The gameplay looks great. They showed off the entire like five to 10 minute long boss fight. The first boss fight with guard scorpion. It looks really cool. I am actually really excited for this. It looks great. Uh, what do you guys yeah. think?
1: Um, but like, all that being said, mm-hmm. it's not—it's not really Final Fantasy VII, though. Okay, what do you mean? Like, uh, like this is a game inspired by Final Fantasy VII. What do you mean? I mean, why don't they just call it like Final Fantasy Seven Two or uh, Final Fantasy? I don't know. It—it's like the same characters. It's going to more or less revolve around the same story but uh, i'm to understand that there's kind of like an episodic uh release structure where like this entire game will just be like the very first part of seven um so it's not like you're playing final fantasy 7 the game you remember anymore you're playing a Mm reimagining completely of this that's why they call it
0: ff7 remake Yeah,
1: I guess I just think of a remake more as like, um, like the same game with everything remade in it, but (laughs) this is not that.
0: Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When FF7 remake launches, nothing is going to happen to the original version of Final Fantasy seven. No one's going to come burn your copy of Final Fantasy seven. Like that game is still going to exist. And this is exactly what I wanted to see happen with FF7 remake. Uh, I wanted to see like a reimagining, like take these scenes, take these scenes where there's like four or five poorly translated text boxes and flesh them out into like these big dramatic set pieces. Like I, I, like this is exactly what I wanted from remake. And as far as it being episodic, I'm I'm still kind of holding my judgment. I don't think that this is when they first announced it being episodic. It was me being super cynical, like, Oh fuck. Well, they're just, uh, they're, you know, just trying to get our money, they're trying to chop the game up so they can make it faster, they're trying to, whatever. They, at their conference, they said the first part of Final Fantasy VII Remake is just going to be the city of Midgar on the content of two Blu-ray discs. Um, now, whatever, that that is the same sort of thing I've been making fun of with, like, these, like, numbers in tech, like, two Blu-ray discs! Whoa! But here's the thing. The bottom line is, if they break, if they give me, like, a full game's worth of content, like a a 40 to 60 hour experience that is just Midgar, yes, fucking please. Like, yes, I want that. And then, like, keep releasing these, like, if we get two or three games that are, you know, total 120 to 150 hours of experiencing Final Fantasy VII, perfect, great, give me it, I want it. Yes, please. I don't know. That
1: seems like such a such a steep uh, I'm just it worries me. Like that doesn't sound fun to me. That doesn't sound <laughs> cohesive for mm. for a game. Like it just seems like you just said like that they're not that that, that conference proved to you that they're not trying to just like cater to people who like Final Fantasy 7 and take all their money but that sounds exactly like what they're doing. And and, like, and,
0: and, and maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe maybe uh, Here's the thing. Like I will not be disappointed if I play a game that is 40 to 60 hours of Midgar, like perfect, good. Like will you be disappointed? But what if it's
1: but, but what if it's 40 to 60 hours of like w- everything that they think you love about Midgar.
0: Mhm. Yeah, you
1: get what I'm saying. Like, it's not like a game that takes place, and that's the setting. It's like, it's like, um, like when you go to Disney World and they have those that like the Epcot ride that goes from room to room, and you're like in that little car, mm-hmm. and you just go like, "Oh, look, this is the part where this happens." Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they're just going to put all the things that they think people like about Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. and try to stretch it out to forty hours. And then release that as a game, and then that's not. I don't. I guess it's just we'll see. It we'll wait and see kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm just it. It worried me a little bit. I'm just like, what is this? Okay.
0: I I think they're going to do exactly what you're describing. But uh, there's a lot of scenes. There's a lot of scenes in the trailer that got me excited because they are definitely scenes that do not take place in the original Final Fantasy VII. They showed a set piece where like Cloud and Jesse are riding on the Hardy Daytona, which like that never fucking happens. They showed, like, this weird thing where, like, Cloud and Aerith are being attacked by these, like, weird specter ghost things. That never yeah. fucking happens. They showed Cloud encountering Sephiroth in Midgar. That never fucking happened. Like, I'm, I'm happy that this is a reimagining of Seven. Like, I don't want Seven copy-pasted. I'll go play the original if I want that, you know? Like, I want, like, give me the reimagined, Give me the remake of Seven, you know? That's, that's what gets me excited. Hmm. And maybe I'm wrong about the three discs. Okay, the thing that concerns me is that they'll keep keep us stringing along forever. Like, the, the thing that concerns me is that we don't have the end of the Final Fantasy VII remake for another five to ten years, you know? Well, that's, <laughs> that's certainly
1: what, what I would imagine. That's, that's what <laughs> that concerns me, is
0: that this just goes on forever, which is, knowing Square Enix, a, a definite possibility. But whatever, we'll see. I'm happy with what I saw. Um, yeah. Happy with what I saw. Um, that was Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, that was the only thing I cared about, really. Well, that's not true. There was other things I cared about. Uh, Life is Strange too. Um, cool. Um, yeah. Cool. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Um, it's a really bad, stupid Final Fantasy game, but I love it, uh, and I'm happy it's coming to the Switch later this winter.
1: Yeah, I um, think it's cute to see it, you know, like mm-hmm. released again. Yeah. yeah. No,
0: I'm I'm very happy that Square is i mean they have a hit or miss track record of porting their older games but i'm happy that they're at least trying you know uh can we get a
1: port for mystic quest please
0: there were boy if you like jrpgs this was the e3 oh, yeah. for you every single fucking jrpg franchise yeah. has got a I sequel th- I, you know or, what i thought as i was yeah, watching this was yeah. like
1: i didn't realize there was this many jrpgs There's, still i didn't realize yeah. they were like a thing
0: Every JRPG gets a sequel, a remake, a re-release, a whatever. Uh, There was a lot of love for JRPGs. Um, uh, They showed a trailer for Octopath Traveler. It's coming to the PC. That was stuff we already knew. Last Remnant is coming to Switch, and it's out now. What the hell? Okay, cool. Um, uh, I played a bit of that game. It wasn't huge on it, but that's cool. Dragon Quest XI is going to switch, which makes sense uh, knowing what the next character is for Smash. Uh, Spoilers for the Nintendo conference. Final Fantasy XIV expansion is coming July 2nd, very soon. Cool. If you play FF14, you're probably very excited. Good, good. They showed Dying Light 2, and I didn't know what the fuck this was. It definitely looked like Mirror's Edge to me. This looks very much like... They just made a Mirror's Edge game, but replaced all the assets with those from Dying Light. And instead of calling it Mirror's Edge 3, they called it Dying Light 2. This looked super, super like Mirror's Edge.
1: That's a a, a reimagining. I
0: I guess. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC trailer. Cool. Romancing Saga 3 and Romancing Saga Scarlet or Romancing Scarlet something. They're getting localized. Cool if you like Romancing Saga. Brave XVS is a Final Fantasy mobile game. I, I've i never played it, but I wrote in my notes that Brave XVS can go fuck itself. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I wrote that. I don't know why I wrote that. I've never played that game. Maybe it's good. It's probably not. No. though. must have been very angry in that moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oninaki is the latest game from Tokyo RPG Factory. It's coming out in August. Um this got me. What the fuck? Uh, they started playing Fithos, um, uh, Lusek, Vicos, Venus. I was like, "What the oh, fuck yeah. is What the fuck is going on right now?" They're yeah. remastering Final Fantasy VIII randomly I, out of nowhere. What the fuck? I like it? Okay. Well, they're
1: releasing it too on Switch and everything, which they, that they are. Okay, great. Yeah. It's,
0: uh, it's perfect. Oh. It they that caught me off guard. Here's the thing. Uh, I was very pleased and surprised by that trailer. I went back and re-watched that trailer. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they're remastering this game. Like, that's cool. Uh, the character models all look uh, a little bit better than what they do on PC and way better than what they did on PS1. Here's the mm-hmm. thing I noticed in that trailer. They did not show any of the pre-rendered backgrounds, which has me... Hoping against all hope that they've found a way to, like, upscale or, like, digitally. Because there's been a lot of fans in the modding community who have done, like, uh, I don't know, advanced algorithms to um, upscale and, like, smooth out a lot of the uh, pre-rendered backgrounds in the PS1 era Final Fantasy games. Because those backgrounds are gorgeous. The artwork in those games is amazing. And the only shame about playing those games on current uh, technology today is when you, like, upscale them to 1080 to 720 or, uh, of course, even in 4K. uh, Those backgrounds kind of like, yeesh, right? Uh, uh, I mean, they're gorgeous, but they just get super pixelated when you blow them up that big. Um, So a lot of fans Mm -hmm. have been using, like, uh, I don't know, advanced algorithms to redo those backgrounds. I am hoping that Square has a solution to this, but we'll see. Then they closed the conference with their Avengers game, starring <laughs> starring the knockoff the knockoff Avengers. Uh,
1: the, I, can't, I can't help but giggle at yeah. this stupid.
0: Because um, oh, like man. my wife, her like gut reaction was ooh, and I was I was <laughs> like, okay, well hold on, baby. Like they probably didn't like get the rights to the actor's likenesses and then like the longer that trailer went on i was like no you're right this looks pretty bad actually
1: so bad i i I love like i think everyone kind of had the same reaction at first it's like you get like a little bit of a teaser and you're like whoa yeah hype Mm -hmm, and then like then they all showed up like lined up facing the camera and everyone's just like oh god What, what am i looking at oh man it was so good
0: the the Square saw or the Square Enix Avengers game starring the Avengers stunt doubles.
1: Yes. Um, oh, that's very well put.
0: Alright, um <laughs> I am giving Square Enix an A, uh solely
1: because of what I saw from <laughs> oh my God, Final so Fantasy
0: 7 Remake and Final oh. Fantasy 8 remastered. Come on! Come the fuck on. Uh, uh, you're gonna hate me. I'm gonna give it a D plus. <laughs> D plus! Why, John? Why? uh because he hasn't finished either really sure they, of those games yeah, yeah he's never played either of those so he doesn't give a shit yeah uh, it's just all jrpgs like you said and uh, yeah i
1: don't, I don't play a lot of those
0: so. <laughs> i'm giving it an a because it's all jrpgs <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: basically <laughs> uh yeah i'm gonna settle at a c minus um what same logic as everyone else like one game maybe two for this one that I really cared about, and overall, just a bunch of boring garbage. Leo, they're remastering your favorite game. Yeah, that's the one game I cared about.
0: And they're remaking my favorite game.
1: Um, this is like marginal, but you know, I'm not giving him a D. I'm giving him like a C. In, in Leo's, in
0: Leo's okay. mind, it's not FF7, it's another game that is
1: different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I was very excited about that Tails game.
0: Tales of Arise? That wasn't even I in this. I don't, uh, even, I
1: just, I don't okay. know. I, I, mana? Was there a Mana release? Uh, was,
0: there was I, not, but there is, though, actually. Nintendo <laughs> in Nintendo's. they We'll get to that. Um, Nintendo. Yeah. Um, here we go. Uh, the first game they showed off was uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. The next DLC character coming in Smash Ultimate is... The dragon, the hero from Dragon Quest. Which hero from Dragon Quest? Uh, all of them. They're all yeah. from the various heroes throughout all of the Dragon Quest games are all cool. coming to Smash Ultimate. Um, cool. Um, I don't really think that game needs more sword anime sword boys, but uh, that's what we get. Um, oh, it needs more of them. It's all of them. <laughs> it's all
1: the characters i play man yeah anime
0: sword boys uh the cool thing they showed off with or they showed it briefly in the trailer was that like uh the dragon quest hero can like pick actions from a menu somehow i i'm unclear exactly how this works but i don't know i like new mechanics so we'll see how that works um We got, uh, the next trailer was Luigi's Mansion 3.
1: This looked actually kind of interesting. Yeah,
0: I'm down for Luigi's Mansion 3. Starring Luigi and Gooigi. Gooigi. Luigi (laughs) made of goo. Yes.
1: Um,
0: I don't know. Uh, I watched some of the Treehouse for this. Uh, The game looks really cool. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I love the original Luigi's Mansion. Eight Uh, player co-op. Oh, yeah, what the hell? They showed some crazy... There's Luigi's and Gooigi's running everywhere. There's so many EG's. Um, yeah, that'll be cool. Um, I hope that game is good. Uh, I really like... Like I said, I like the original. I like the idea of the original, and I would love to see that formula updated for modern systems. Uh, Dark Crystal <laughs> is a Netflix game. Uh, well, it's a Netflix series. They're remaking uh, Dark Crystal, the classic... Jim Henson movie as a TV series, uh, and now they're making a tactical game out of it. This is boy, if you predicted Dark Crystal, the tactics game, go out and play the lottery right now because holy crap,
1: that's a it's
0: a weird <laughs> way out of left field. Yeah, way out of left field. um They showed off Link's Awakening. I I, I figured. This might be a 2020 game, may- maybe a holiday. Uh, actually, I think they did say it was going to be 2019. I-, I figured this would be a holiday game uh, at best. Um, it's coming out in September. Like, holy crap, it's coming out pretty soon. Uh, a few mm. months, and we'll be playing the remake of Link's Awakening. It looks really good. Um, yeah, I'm
1: kind of excited I- about that one.
0: I like the art style. Uh, they showed off that it has a dungeon editor uh presumably i guess you can make your own dungeons and then i guess share them with friends i guess um cool uh i think link's awakening is probably one of the most underrated zelda games so cool that that's getting a remake um speaking of zelda we have cadence of hyrule the people that made crypt of the necro necro dancer somehow got trusted with the Zelda license to make a licensed Zelda uh, rhythm game <laughs> somehow. Yeah, they can pull it off I oh I have no doubt that they can pull it off but like Nintendo is historically very protective of their IP uh, so how the hell did this deal get made um it just tells changing? me that some some high up at Nintendo really liked crypto the Necrodancer. dancer
1: <laughs> yeah um,
0: Is probably what happened there. Uh, Cool. Um, I'll probably end up playing that at some point. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, uh, They showed this off a week prior to their E3 conference in a Nintendo Direct dedicated solely to Pokemon. It looks cool. It looks like a Pokemon game. They showed off at E3 that you can use the dumb Pokeball peripheral for it. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to play the shit out of this game. Uh, <laughs> um, whatever. It's Pokemon. It's more Pokemon. Yep. Uh, they showed off a trailer of two young teens. They're older than teens. Two young people taking their Switch to an old abandoned mansion and being spooky and playing Resident Evil. And yeah, also... Basically
1: endorsing trespassing.
0: <laughs> and also Resident Evil 5 and 6 are coming to Switch. Cool, the worst, the worst ones. I can play them on Switch. Um, (laughs) Five is not that bad. Uh, eh, Whatever, it's fine. Um, eh, No, it's fine. Uh, Now we got what I would have expected to see in the Square Enix conference. um, That was already chock full of JRPGs. Uh, I guess there were so many JRPGs in the Square Enix conference, they had to let Nintendo get some of them. (laughs) <laughs> um, the mana collection is finally, finally being localized, uh, yeah. in North America, which was, um, all three of the original mana games, uh, including Dead Setsu 3, which had previously never been localized in North America. It is being localized as Trials of Mana. And not only is it being, uh, localized for the first time, it's also being remade, apparently. Okay. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. So we're so we're getting two for the price of one. We're getting a remaster of oh well not a remaster a re-release of Second Dead Setsu Three and a remake of Second Dead Setsu Three both at the same time and both both of them are confusingly called Trials of Mana. So
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I was a little cool. confused by like the, uh-huh. the structure of all that, mm-hmm. but I am also kind of excited to play some Mana games. Yeah, overall. they did they did not
0: explain that well because i was like wait wait wait, wait. did are we getting second Setsu 3 are we getting a remake or are we getting both i think the answer is we're getting both uh cool yeah. i i like these games the thing that i love about these games is, is the soundtrack um yes, the soundtrack. soundtrack for the remake of secret of mana was mostly a fucking dumpster fire they mostly <laughs> on largely ruined that soundtrack. So um, it'll be very interesting to see how they handle the soundtrack for Trials of Mana. Uh, because I like that soundtrack even more than Secret of Mana. So you be nice to that soundtrack. You do that soundtrack justice, Square Enix. No cheaping out on the soundtrack this time. Um, yeah. <laughs> No More Heroes 3. Uh, cool. Um, <laughs> they showed off... Uh, like, more motion controls, which I thought was also very 10 years ago, just very out of its time. But that's, I guess, always what the No More Heroes Heroes games have always been, just weird motion control stuff. Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympic Games. Um, Cool! Uh, They showed a bunch of, like, it's, you know what this is, it's Mario sports games, but uh, it's just a bunch of, it's just always weird to me to see, like, Waluigi and, like, Knuckles the Echidna doing a 50-yard dash. <laughs> it's like, what the <laughs> hell? Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, there you go. Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympic Games. What the hell? Panzer Dragoon is getting a remake? What the hell? <laughs> they dug up every old JRPG and everyone gets a remake. I'm telling it's you, this great game, year. I know. I, I played a bit of it. I yeah, It seemed fine. Um, it was a bit cool. slow. It was a bit slow paced for me, but you know, the it's story, fine. uh, game. the gameplay, I just, all of it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, it's fine. It's cool. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad all these old JRPGs are being given, uh, their love, uh, uh, and being re-released on the switch. Uh, perfect. Good. Um, Contra Rogue Core, um, is a new Contra game. And also, all of the Contra Anniversary Collection is available now on Switch. Um, cool. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. It's coming out soon. Um, my wife is very excited for Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Um, Astral Chain is a platinum game. It sure looks like a platinum game. Uh <laughs> Like, it looks very much like a play. I'm sure it'll be good, but it looks very, I don't know, very Bayonetta, very, uh, I don't know, weird like that. Um, I'm sure it'll be good. Okay, the next thing they showed, and maybe my order is slightly wrong on this, but one of the next things they showed was The Witcher 3 on Switch. Yeah. How, how, how is this possible? I. How? How? What dark magic did they pull off to get The Witcher 3 to run on a Switch? Uh, I imagine
1: that it's actually, when you start the game, just going to mm-hmm. be streaming The Witcher 3 off of a, a PS4 Off console of somewhere.
0: Orion and xCloud. It
1: all ties in together. It
0: all makes sense now. It all Stream makes sense. Stream to your sense. Switch device. Uh, ah... Yeah. Uh, no, apparently this is running natively on switch hardware. I have no idea how they got that to work. Um, mm. That's hey, if that if that works on the switch without significant compromises good for them. Mm. Um, I'm sure a lot of people will play that on the switch if it actually runs well. Animal Crossing New Horizons um, got a trailer and they showed off some gameplay at Treehouse. Uh, it's also delayed. It's no longer coming out uh, holiday 2019. It is now coming out uh, March of 2020. A lot of people were upset by this, but here's the thing. Always the 2020, man. Always. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. When Square Enix delays a game, you should probably get worried. It's probably a game that is on fire and they needed some more time to like patch up the band-aid, like put out... When Nintendo delays a game, don't worry. That's always a good thing. Like yeah. r- People losing their minds when Breath of the Wild got delayed. Like No, 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 no. no Nintendo, when they delay a game, that's a, usually a good thing. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure people who like Animal Crossing will probably be very pleased with New Horizons when it comes out in March of 2020. I'll play it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll I'll probably it's one of my wife's favorite games, so if it has some sort of multiplayer elements, which Nintendo has been pushing lately, I'm sure I'll end up playing that. Uh the best trailer, the best trailer of E3 2019 was the trailer for the next next Smash character, which they started showing the, yeah. what they started showing like the first half of the King K Rule. Uh, release trailer from like last year, and I was like, "Wait, what the hell? Like, we've seen this trailer. Are they playing?" But like, it starts out in like Donkey Diddy, and this time K Rule are like all asleep, and like (laughs) you see like a Jiggy fall in the door. I'm like, "Oh boy!" And then they see something outside, and they look outside, and I already knew the uh, the gig. I was like, "Oh, is it gonna be?" I thought it was gonna be Ridley was pretending to be Banjo Kazooie, but it was uh, (laughs) Duck on Dog. Uh, Banjo and Kazooie are coming to Smash. A lot of people, a lot of people lost their entire shit over Banjo Kazooie being in Smash. That's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I like Banjo Kazooie. It's a pretty cool game. I'm like, it's fine that they're coming to Smash. I am more excited that Smash has been going like, like going all the way to eleven with their DLC. Like every DLC they do has been. It seems like they're trying to get these big, like, what the hell? Like Joker from Persona 5, like Dragon Quest, all the Dragon Quest characters, which I don't personally care about. But Dragon Quest is fucking huge in Japan. Um, And then uh, Banjo-Kazooie, like, that was one of the, like, most fan requested things that I kind of figured was off the table just because of uh, IP belonging to Microsoft. But hey, they did it. They got that deal done. And Banjo and Kazooie are coming to smash. Cool. Yeah, I think and then, Nintendo's
1: starting to realize that, like, Smash Brothers just kind of like is the single thing that sells the most Switch consoles, probably, or at yeah, least the most that, hyped either, from players. And...
0: Either that or Breath of the Wild, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then one of the most surprising tra- that Nintendo pulled the classic and one more thing, um, which, by the way, I have to admit, up until the Banjo Kazooie and this next thing, I was kind of falling asleep. Like, Nintendo was just going over a lot of stuff we already knew existed. Uh, I think we got a fire. I skipped it. I think we got a Fire Emblem trailer in there somewhere. It was like a
1: lot of <laughs> probably.
0: It was like a lot of trailers for games. Like yes, I know Animal Crossing is coming, and I know Fire Emblem's coming, and I right, know yeah. they're always it was like, coming. Yeah. It was like it was like stuff we already knew. Like Luigi's Mansion Three. It was like stuff we already knew about. Like right. I was like yeah 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 yeah. Um, And then probably the most surprising reveal at E3 2019, uh, the Breath of the Wild sequel is in development. (laughs) So I'm guessing we're probably not going to see this for another year or two or or three. Um, But hey, it's coming. They showed a trailer for, uh, again, basically exactly what I wanted. Um, And I think I mentioned this uh, in either our Zelda episode or um, our Breath of the Wild. I guess that's the same episode, wasn't it? I think I mentioned this. I mentioned this in our Zelda episode. I love um, Majora's Mask specifically because they just took all of the assets they had with Ocarina of Time and just made a weird, like creepy, just bizarre thing out of it. And that appears to be like, just judging by the trailer, that appears to be exactly what we're doing with the Breath of the Wild sequel. It looks like it's a very weird, creepy atmosphere that's going on in the trailer. They are going down into the depths of something and they find the mummified remains of Ganondorf, I guess. And (laughs) that comes back to life, and suddenly Hyrule Castle is floating over the... I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm in for it. Uh, Give me that Breath of the Wild sequel.
1: Yeah, I'm down.
0: Yeah, man. Um, You guys know me. I'm a big Nintendo fan. Nintendo has a low bar to clear with me. uh, And I didn't think they were going to clear it up until the Banjo-Kazooie reveal and the Breath of the Wild sequel reveal. Uh, On the strength of those two things, I will give Nintendo a B
1: okay uh
0: i'll give nintendo c plus
1: okay um i think similar to microsoft nintendo had to step up in an otherwise pretty lackluster uh expo so i'm gonna give them an a minus uh i think that really the only things i really cared about were microsoft and nintendo this year so good job nintendo
0: a lackluster expo in a year in which we get a, an announcement for a Breath of the Wild sequel and an a extensive look at Final Fantasy VII Remake? Come on, man.
1: I mean, that's two things. Those, and like, we just spent an hour literally... and a half talking about E3, and there's two major things you could really. Yeah, but okay.
0: For me personally, those are, like, literally my two favorite games, like, ever, ever, ever.
1: Yeah. It's just like. On top of people like you know Sony and stuff not being present anymore, yeah, and yeah, just I feel it. Overall, just felt meh. And the only thing that really garnered any excitement for me was you know some stuff from Nintendo and Microsoft. I guess Square. A good a Star Wars bit...
0: game, Leo. A good Star Wars game. We haven't had a good Star Wars game in fifteen years. A good Star Wars game. Maybe it might be. Good. It looks good. It looks good.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: i kind of agree with you if you're not into star wars you don't really care about nintendo and you're not into jrpgs then there probably wasn't much here for you but uh, uh i happen to be into star wars i love zelda and final fantasy 7 is like one of my favorite games so i am happy i'm a happy camper um yeah e3 was good for me i enjoyed it hmm. um any last thoughts on e3
1: I hope that uh, they figure out what they're doing with E3 soon because I think I feel like it's going downhill. Agreed.
0: Mm. Well, next year will be the real litmus test because that's Microsoft and Sony are going to be coming with new consoles. Probably Nintendo too. Honestly, they're probably going to have a a Switch Two or a Switch Mini or some sort of. They love to just release a new hardware. They release a new piece of hardware and come up with the dumbest possible name for it. The the new 3DS XL. Like, fuck off, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> so there'll probably be lots of exciting hardware announcements next year. Uh, you want to get into our most exciting games of the show? Top wow. five most exciting um, games?
1: Let's just, do uh, you want to just hit top five? Each of us. Yeah, you one, just want to go it? straight through them, five yeah, straight through straight them, like through we did
0: one. last year, because this is exactly what we did last year. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's um, uh, uh, I'll go first. What the hell? My number five is uh, one of the most surprising things at E3 this year: uh, Final Fantasy VIII remastered. What the hell? Uh, hey, okay, cool. I'm I'm in. That's my number five. Very excited. Uh, my number four this year is the same as my number four from last year. I am still excited about Cyberpunk 2077. Um, And now we actually have a release date to attach to it. So hopefully this won't be my number four next year. Um, It looks looks interesting. My number three is Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, If this is actually a good Star Wars... You know what? If this is even a decent Star Wars game, I'll be happy. Star Wars video games have been either non-existent or dog shit for the last 15 years like <laughs> yeah i will. like again they have such a low bar to clear here like come on ea please don't fuck this up please uh my number two is whatever the hell that breath of the wild sequel is uh we're probably not gonna see this game i'm guessing we're not gonna see this game for another year or two or three um but hey i'm here for it if it's any if it's if it's the Majora's Mask of Breath of the Wild, yes, fucking please. Uh, and of course, my number one is Final Fantasy VII remake. Of course, uh, uh, Leo, why don't you go ahead? All
1: right, I'll do it. Um, my number five will be Flight Simulator. I don't know why, but I just <laughs> okay, nice. Something about that game really excites me. Um, I think it's because like that's like one of the first PC like P- PC games I ever owned. So, yeah, just a big fan of those. Um, mm-hmm. My number four is going to be Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Wait, just,
0: go fuck off! Ghost of Tsushima was not
1: at the show! I know. I know. And it should have been. And that's really <laughs> that's really why I'm mostly upset, I think, about this E3. Is that Sony you can't wasn't have a there, game
0: that wasn't at the show!
1: Sony wasn't there, and neither was Ghost of Tsushima. And that's <laughs> literally the only thing I care about. So... Okay. okay? Um... Number three, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, there you go. I, I like that it's a reimagining of the Jedi Knight series. I'm on board. Yeah, Looks badass. Yeah, number two, yeah. we'll go to FF8 remake or remaster, whatever it is. There you um, go. There you go. Uh, mostly just because FF8. And number one, uh, mm. again, if you put body modding, Keanu Reeves, and something made by CD Projekt Red in a game, I'm on board. Mm. I'm very there excited you go. for Cyberpunk. So. Mm-hmm. let's let's see what it's all about
0: uh so my number five is doom eternal uh for reasons we don't have to go into. doom's a really good game uh number four death stranding i know that's not technically e3 but um, we saw a trailer a few days ago and you guys yeah. fuck off these games are not at the show this that was worked. like should have oh been less than a week before the show it counts um All right. Uh Well, so, by that, by that, by that token, then I'm including Mario Maker on there because I'm super excited. So, for Mario if we Maker. want to go with your logic, James, uh-huh. Nintendo is not counting because they're a Nintendo Direct and they're not at E3. So, well, they no. Come on, they have a presence at E3. They're demoing their games at E3. They just don't have a stage show. If by yeah, that, that, that token, then we have to, By that token, then we have to exclude EA also. Yeah. Probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, so number three, Fallen Order. Uh, you guys talked about it already. Uh, number two, Outsiders, which uh, is that three-player tactical co-op new IP game. that That's exciting. It's new. It's fresh. And the way it was described is like uh, a new way of playing a game that doesn't exist currently. So I think that's going to be interesting. Hmm. And then number one is Cyberpunk 2077. Which I'm just glad it's closer to finally being released.
1: Keanu Reeves, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That game looks good. I hope it is good. Yeah. Um what do you guys have to endorse?
1: Um I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft lately. Mm. Um they're getting ready to release the uh WoW Classic edition, I think we talked about before. Um I think that I'm going to endorse. People should go play WoW. It's still good. You know what's really interesting about World of Warcraft? Mm. I feel like there should be like a documentary on this or something. This is a game that is 15 years old. And for years, people have always said like the popularity has been astounding. What's going to be the one game that takes away all of the players? The WoW killer, mm. right? That was like what we always talked about for like the first Mm -hmm. eight years of that game and they've released expansions and updates. And now Mm -hmm. 15 years later, it turns out that the only wow killer is potentially wow itself. And now they're just releasing. It's like they're restarting everything and people are so excited to go play the same fucking game. But like like
0: vanilla, vanilla wow from 15 years ago. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway yeah
0: i think the only wow killer is gonna be time itself maybe maybe
1: um yeah people should play wow it's still good
0: nice uh john what do you have dandorse uh i've been playing a lot of this game called dauntless and uh i know we Mm. talked about monster hunter before on on a separate episode (laughs) and and this game is kind of like monster hunter but uh i think in a Better way, at least according to you guys. Like it takes that was a lot good ep- that was a
1: good episode, by the way, monster. That hunter. was a good
0: episode. Go listen to our monster hunter episode. Yeah, I think it takes away a lot of the stuff that you guys don't like, and it just drops you straight into the action. And the monster only runs away once, and it's not far away. And like that's it. There's just phase one, phase two, and you're you're pretty set. So it's a lot faster paced. That sounds um, good. Yeah, and like it has cross platform. So like we were talking about earlier, I play with my friend who plays on his Xbox, and we play with people like all over, like with different platforms, like PS4, PC, and uh, yeah, it's really cool. Nice, uh, yeah. We we um we might do a World of Warcraft episode at some point, Leo. I was just thinking about that. I
1: think we totally um, should.
0: That would be interesting. I am going to endorse um, if you are at all excited about uh, what you saw at Square Enix uh, from Final Fantasy 7 Remake. If you're a big Final Fantasy 7 fan like I am, uh, I would endorse uh, what I'm going to do, uh, which is replaying Final Fantasy 7 uh, at some point this year before that game comes out. Uh, I'm also going to endorse uh, a YouTube series by Tim Rogers who works at kotaku.com. Tim Rogers is uh, bilingual, or maybe he's multilingual, I don't know, but he knows um, some English and he knows some Japanese. And he did something really interesting, which is uh, playing the game in English and then also playing the game in Japanese and talking about uh, (laughs) basically how shitty that game's uh, translation is. Hmm. And uh, he, uh, it's a... Oh, God, it's probably like a, I don't know, eight hour series in total where he plays basically the entirety of the game or uh, well, maybe not the entirety, but like most of the big set pieces in that game and just goes over all the like weird quirks about translation uh, which I'm actually finding very, very interesting. Uh, not only is yeah, Final Fantasy that's pretty interesting, it is. It's fascinating. There's so many things, so many things that don't come across in the English translation. Which is another reason I'm very excited for Final Fantasy VII remake. Is maybe, hopefully, finally we'll have a a, a decent translation of what <laughs> of the personalities behind these characters. Uh, like, yeah. for instance, like Cloud has a catchphrase in Japanese, which he definitely doesn't in English. Uh, it's yeah, Kyomine. It's Kyomine, which is uh, like basically like I don't care or like whatever, kyo-mine. man. Yeah, which is actually one of his taunts in Smash. If I, I think it's like up taunt is Kyomine, which is like his catchphrase, which yeah. he doesn't have an English catchphrase. Um, or is it more
1: like? Or is it more like
0: Kyomine? Yeah, there you go. Was uh, more like that. Yeah, like I don't care, man. Like Kyomine. Yeah. Um. Which yeah, I find interesting is like. A final Fantasy fan, but I'm also finding it interesting because I'm actually third endorsement. Uh I'm actually uh Damn, pla- the triple I'm, endorsement. I'm I'm planning a trip to Japan at some point in the future, and I am taking Japanese lessons. Uh each
1: nah, Chi. Uh yeah, there something. you go. Uh that was
0: something like, like three that. Of them. Uh except we've learned uh instead of chi for four, we've learned yo for four. Uh, yeah
1: it's Yo, and then i think seven, yeah, seven, is seven two different s- options. yeah right?
0: yeah yeah we've learned shichiji for seven uh hello uh editor's note for anyone who is learning japanese shichiji actually means seven o'clock uh shichi i think is just seven or you can say nana uh anyway back to the podcast Mm. Um, but anyway, so also watching Tim Rogers translation video is really interesting because sometimes he'll like, uh, read the Japanese text boxes out loud and like, I'm getting to the point where I can pick up on little words here and there. I'm like, Oh, I know kind of what this is going to be like. Mm, uh, So yeah, that is Mm. my endorsement playing final fantasy seven, watching translation differences, videos and learning Japanese
1: all at the same time
0: triple endorsement i am also a quadruple endorsement fuck it why not oh my god here comes another quadruple endorsement i am going to endorse emailing us if you have any feedback for us or any suggestions for games that you'd like to see us cover in the future uh, please email us at goodgamescast at gmail.com that's all one word goodgamescast at Uh, gmail.com or
1: or leave a comment on one of our various yeah. Uh, media.
0: We are yeah. on YouTube. We are on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Spotify probably. I don't know.
1: Yep. We, We're, we are on Spotify. Okay, good.
0: We're on a live-how I things. follow us. <laughs> leave us leave us a comment. Leave us a leave us a, a thumbs up. Give us a subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Give us everything. Give it to us if you think we deserve it. Maybe we don't deserve <laughs> it. Maybe leave us some comments about all the things we need to improve i don't know just
1: i welcome i welcome people's hate Hey, honestly
0: bring on the hate uh yeah um i think our next episode is going to be katana zero one of the uh, breakout indie hits of 2019 so i have to play that still look forward to that episode it's Uh, if, if you're, if you're listening to my voice right now and you have not played Katana Zero, you should definitely go check it out and go play it. It is, um, it is cheap. It is short, which, um, I find to be very nice with, uh, how busy, uh, my life has been lately. I find a nice short experience, a nice short game to be very nice. Uh, it is a nice five or six hour game. It is, um... Also mind blowing. I loved this game, and we're gonna take a deep dive into it on the next episode of the Good Games Cast. Uh, do you guys have anything else before we get out of here?
1: Uh, one more endorsement. No, check God out no, it's the uh, <laughs>
0: too many out, endorsements.
1: Check out the World Series of Poker. It started uh, a week or two ago, oh. and uh, it's going on for the next month and a half. So it's got me in full poker season um uh so yeah if you want to play some poker like i don't know leave me a comment and we could like play some hands together
0: Uh, there you go there you go what you got john anything else nope i'm good (laughs) all right good Um, john
1: John is mentally checked out
0: yeah Yeah, sorry guys it's been a long episode (laughs) it is a long episode it's late so for the good games podcast i am james
1: i'm leo and i'm john
0: We'll see you next time. Goodbye.
1: See ya. See ya. Cool
0: this, Leo uh my so my top five (laughs) why is that so funny you guys don't laugh at me coolest leo i'm gonna have a little self-esteem after this you know